What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday and Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name is Seth, and a couple quick reminders to play MLB The Show 19 and The Last of Us Remastered. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, and come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month, randomly picked, is Dauntless, a free-to-play Monster Hunter-like uh, game that is on Xbox, PS4, PC, and it's cross-play, so you can play with each other. And it's free to play. I already said that. But you got nothing to lose. So try it out. Play that. Come back at the end of the month. We'll be talking about that on Game of the Month. Speaking of the Game of the Month, we're doing our Game of the Month community pick in December. So make sure to be voting in the comments on October episodes. GOTM. Whatever game you want us to play. Repeat that on different videos. The more votes, the better. You got a better chance on making it into November where we're going to be narrowing down the games that could be possibly picked. So make sure to do that in this video and the other ones. And you can change your votes, too, if you want to. There's been a couple people who have done that, and yes, that's okay. So just reply on the original comment. Let me know uh, that you're changing it over, and I'll take care of that. If you don't get a comment back uh, from me, I haven't seen it yet, and uh, let me know. Or uh, I will be coming through all the comments before November starts. But when, bleh, when November starts, uh, it's it's going to be locked down. It's going to be locked in. So... Uh, We'll, we'll get there. Uh, we have Discord, link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Um, yeah, so I think I pretty much covered everything. Tasty Tuesday. Going to be talking about two different topics today. And uh, yeah, let's just jump into it. Uh, first bit of news is uh, Capcom apparently liked that people liked Resident Evil 2 Remake. And, uh, yeah, they want to revive dormant IPs. So this is via PC Games N, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, and, yeah, they're going to talk about why Capcom wants to bring back some of their more, um, you know, sleepy, dormant IPs. Uh, yeah, so jumping into it, Destiny 2 ad everywhere. Uh, Shadow Keep is pretty fun, by the way. Uh, after a lot of middling years, Capcom has made a big comeback thanks to the quality of games like Monster Hunter World, Devil May Cry 5, and the Resident Evil 2 Remake. Fucking truth. That quality has translated to sales too, and Capcom plans to capitalize on that kind of success by continuing to bring back series that we haven't seen in a while. In its 2019 financial report, Capcom tells investors that the company will revive dormant intellectual properties for which we have not recently released new titles by increasing the number of our developers. Capcom's priority is still on making the most of its current crop of core series, but the company is also actively looking to utilize dormant IP. Capcom isn't ready to announce any of these revivals, of course, and that sort of news wouldn't come in a financial report anyway. Dino Crisis and Darkstalkers fans have perhaps been the longest suffering among the Capcom faithful since they've been the better part of two decades for a proper fourth entry in either series. Uh, I think I read that right. Since they've been the better part of... Okay, got it. That Dino Crisis fan remake looks great, but it's just not the same. Skipping this sweet ad, uh, as we've seen the project with Project Resistance, Capcom is still willing to take its iconic series in new directions in an apparent chase of other popular genres. And while that may present some concerns about the eventual form of these new revivals, take heart, take heart. Uh, Capcom knows what its uh, its best recent games have been. Resident Evil 2 and Devil May Cry were both indisputable successes, the company says in a full report having been developed in line with the highly stringent 
world-class quality standards that drove the success of Monster Hunter World. Here's hoping we'll see more of those highly stringent world-class quality standards among the publisher's upcoming PC games. After all, haven't Darksiders or Darksiders, Darkstalkers fans suffered enough? That is really funny because like Darkstalkers has been something that people have wanted for fucking ever and ever. And we still haven't gotten it. I mean, I'm it's it's been so long. I don't even know if I really fucking care anymore. But uh, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see. Um, yeah. So uh, in my opinion, I this is great news to hear. This is something that we've been talking about for a while on the channel, and uh, something that I'm I'm very stoked about the prospect of. Um, Capcom has been killing it. They've been doing awesome. I know most of you know that. Uh, Monster Hunter World is fucking amazing. Um, it's a huge part of uh, our community. It's a huge game amongst us, and we all love it. Devil May Cry Five. I'm not. I'm not the biggest Devil May Cry fan. I thought it was really fucking cool. And Resident Evil Two Remake is one of my favorite survival horror games of all time. So they've been just fucking murdering it lately. And uh, yeah, they should absolutely look at the success of those games and go. You know what? We're doing something right. Let's continue that. Don't stray away from what you're doing now. This is working perfect. Um, so yeah, bring back bring back some games that weren't working out so well or that you you know used up and uh, do something different with it or fucking go back to your roots like you did with Resident Evil. Make it a scary game again. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad they're recognizing this. Obviously, uh, the sales don't lie, um, and I'm glad that they are uh, doing what we want and giving giving the other properties that are dormant um this treatment um a couple games that i would like to see come back and a lot of people keep talking about dino crisis that'd be pretty cool to see um i liked the first dino crisis and the second one was okay i think there's a third one i never fucking played it um i'd be curious to see what they would do with that in in a modern uh game because that game was such a like Resident Evil-esque, like very much just Resident Evil with dinosaurs. Um, and I, I, I'd i be very curious to see a dinosaur horror game in like 2020, 2021. Uh, it'd be very interesting. But a couple other ones that, you know, you guys might have forgot about, and I did too, because I had to look this up, but Breath of Fire is a Capcom game. And uh, that'd be really interesting to see them kind of go back in that direction and make something with that series. It's been you know, forever since that was a thing. Um, and I would absolutely welcome that. Uh, I know they did a remaster of Onimusha, but I'd like to see them make a new one. Um, I don't know if they'd have to go with like the same tank controls as the originals had, but um, some kind of samurai demon killing game would be fucking sick. Uh, Mega Man, you know, they already dabbled that a little bit. You know, definitely don't, don't forget about him. Uh, one I'd love to see is Lost Planet. I love Lost Planet 1 and 2 a lot. 3 I never played. I heard it was awful. Um, so it's probably good that I didn't play it. But uh, 1 and 2 are really fucking cool. Uh, the co-op and the like larger-than-life battles in it are really fucking cool, really fun. Um, in a weird way, kind of remind me of Monster Hunter in the sense that you're like four people running around with machine guns fighting some giant thing and you got to do specific things to like take it down. But, uh, in a more, you know, level-based, moving forward through the game kind of way. But, um, I, I really like Lost Planet, so I would love to see that come back. Um, 
I was gonna say Dead Rising, but that was just that just came out not that long ago. But I feel like I think the guys who made the last one, I think they went under. So I think they they disbanded that uh, um, company. Forgot what, who the fuck it was. But yeah, I, those are some of the games I'd like to see come back. Uh, Capcom's got a long uh, list of of games that they uh, that they've made in the past that I know a lot of people. Uh, would love to see come back, beloved franchises, and um, yeah, I mean this is great. This is this is awesome. You know, th this is the the kind of story you want to see. Like Square Enix kind of like dipped for a while and was doing kind of shitty, then they brought themselves back. Capcom did the exact same thing. They brought themselves back, and there's lessons learned there. But also, uh, they're they're using that uh, regain success. To give it back to the fans and that's the perfect uh relationship we should have with developers and publishers is we pay for stuff we love and they continue to make that and that's a really fucking simple idea but um some people just aren't getting that recently and for a while now and it's really crazy the amount of people who are just trying to like fuck over the consumer and uh, it really kind of sucks. So, um, yeah, Capcom, be the good guy. Make everyone happy. Make awesome games. And take our fucking money. So, I think it's awesome. I'm stoked about it. And there's a lot of Capcom games I'd like to see, uh, you know, resurface. A lot of franchises I'd like to see resurface. But also, I'm not done with Resident Evil. I loved Resident Evil 2 a lot. The remaster, it's so fucking good. I'd like to see them all remastered, honestly. Just like that one. The way they did it is so fucking good. And um, maybe new ones, but they really kind of went crazy with Resident Evil before this. Resident Evil 7 was good, though. Um, you know, turning into, like, Call of Duty, essentially, and I would hate to see that happen again. I really love that they went back to the horror stuff, so keep it like that. Keep it fucking scary. Keep those, like, tight controls and really good, like, shooting mechanics. Fe felt really good in that game. Like, I'd really like more of that, so... Um, yeah, let me know in the comments. What do you guys think about Capcom uh, bringing back dormant franchises? Which ones would you like to see come back? Uh, are you playing any of the current ones that um, have brought this uh, new mentality to them? And um, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below about Capcom and uh, their success in wanting to bring back fan favorites. Second bit of news. Now this was announced couple days ago like a week ago but i haven't covered it yet and i kind of want to so riot games uh just announced a new competitive first person shooter called project a and it's in early development and uh yeah brought to you guys by the people who brought you league of legends um according to pc gamer Ugh. Uh, Riot Games has announced it has an online first-person shooter in development codenamed Project A. The project is in development by a new team within Riot Games. So it's a different team. That's that's interesting. Um, it isn't related to League of Legends either. This is the first time Riot Games has ever developed a game outside of League of Legends universe. Details are scarce, but Riot talked big about the kinds of things that you might not expect from a game announcement. Uh, primarily, the reveal was focused on the commitment to technology that solves long-time FPS problems created by network latency and cheaters, which is good to good to hear. I mean, the latency thing 
that's a hit or miss thing when it comes to a lot of games. I guess cheaters is as well. But like the cheaters thing really will destroy your community. If you cannot get that under control, it's over. People will leave, except for the other cheaters. Uh, we've put, in quotes, we've put anti-cheat, anti-cheat at the forefront of our development, and we will do whatever it takes to preserve the integrity of your matches. Executive producer Anna Donlon said, 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 during the stream. Likewise, Project A will have network tech that Riot claims will eliminate issues like Peeker's Advantage. I'm actually not familiar with that. Like the fighting game, let me know in the comments what Peeker's Advantage is. Uh, like the fighting game, Riot just announced Project A is in early development and will be going dark for a long time while Riot continues to develop it. Or develop it. Riot Games made the announcement during its League of Legends 10th anniversary livestream, which is part of a global celebration of League of Legends. Uh, check out some gifts below. Well, yeah, we could do that, I guess. I got a video I'm going to watch, though. Um, but just in case this isn't in the video, looks like you got a guy with a sniper rifle and he threw some kind of tornado ball and he's got some throwing knives that fly and he can shoot them. Which is kind of interesting. Definitely gives me an Overwatch vibe. Um, next one we got a guy with a machine gun shooting fucking like instantly all over the place when he aims uh, down sight. ADS, he's got a like holographic uh, fucking reticle. And he won by killing two people. Next one, we got uh, the guy shooting the tornado ball again while flying around. The animations look cool. I like how when his hands move, the, the knives are spinning in the air and shit. It's pretty cool looking. Um, next one, shooting some person while ADS again. And then raising some kind of ice wall or energy wall thing. It looked like they rezzed someone as well. So this is some kind of like support healer type character. The animations again are really good looking. Um, although the graphics are definitely like lesser, they look free to play, but the style is actually really clean looking. So graphics aside, it really doesn't matter with how clean this game looks, but it looks like it'll run on like most things, but this is also early development, so it makes sense. And then the next GIF, we got some, oh, it's the same character who had the, oh, it's like water walls. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, they shoot like a line across the ground and then it throws up some kind of like water thing going on thing. Very interesting looking. Yeah, they shoot a line across the ground and then a wave of water stays up uh, where the line was at. I'm not sure if that does damage or just hinders view or something like that. Kind of makes sense as a healer. So, but yeah, those are the gifts that we just looked at. I was kind of describing that for people who might be listening to this. And uh, before I go into my impressions on this, um, I want to check out this video. So we're going to watch this together. And yeah, three, two, one, let's go. Hey everyone, I'm Anna, and I'm Hi. the executive producer on one of those games you just saw, codenamed Project A. We've talked about our philosophy on developing new games here at Riot. There must have been multiple games shown or something, because I don't know what you're talking about. And this one's different, so here it is. Project A is our character-based tactical shooter. It's competitive, it has precise gunplay, it's set on a beautiful near-future Earth, and it has a lethal cast of characters, each with their own unique abilities. Very Overwatch-like.
Sound effects are decent. The overall audio. We promise that just like League, we're in this for years and years to come. With Good. Project A, we're staying true to the high consequence gameplay of tax shooters. But we want to evolve the space. We want a tax shooter with more creativity. Very more interesting. They're using the word tax shooter and, and not hero shooter. Amazing tactical opportunities for your gunplay to shine. We started with a crew of veteran developers who have a deep passion and a wide range of experience in the FPS space. Mm. But it's not enough to have the right team. We also need to solve the right problems. But what does that really mean? Well, we're all tired of seeing our bullets not register because of low server tick rates. We keep hearing buzzwords like dedicated servers, but almost nothing about low ping or how a game plans to fight Peeker's advantage. But with Project A, we're going big on things like global infrastructure and netcode designed to go to war on Peeker's advantage. You'll hear more technical details as we get closer to launch, but just know, we know, these are critical things to get right. Now let's talk about That's the cool to hear. We know you hate second guessing if you really lost, or if someone was running an aimbot or a wall hack. From day one, we have put anti-cheat at the forefront of our development, and we will do whatever it takes to preserve the integrity of your matches. We want to be firm in our commitment. They're here. they're making sure this is going to be esport. And we know it really course. matters to you. But and that's why they're putting so much emphasis on this. When we say we want to do a character-based tactical shooter right. We're keeping the fundamentals that make this genre so, so competitive, but also bringing some new additions. We're going heads down for a while, but expect to hear more from us in 2020. In the meantime, keep an eye on our Riot Games Twitter feed for any updates and maybe a few cool teases. Thanks, everyone. Bye. She's very, very good at, at presenting things. She's very precise. Uh, I don't know what any of this is. I'm not, I'm not a League of Legends guy. <sighs> okay, uh, so, <clears throat> my opinions on this, uh, the whole China-Hong Kong stuff, because this touches this as well, I believe Tencent owns, uh, or has stake in this company. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure some Chinese company has stake in it, and I know a lot of people have been bitching about it, so, not getting into that. Um, as a game itself, as Riot Games, as a company... And uh, as the people who made, um, you really want me to donate to this? Um, as the people who make League of Legends, um, you know the whole the whole situation. I think this is actually really cool. Um, I can only assume this is gonna be a free to play game. I'd be very surprised if it's not. It looks free to play in my opinion, but also looks like they have a lot of money to make a free to play game look really good um, and play on a lot of things. Um, I think they're. Uh, their wording's interesting when it comes to saying tactical shooter. When I think of a tactical shooter, I think of like, um, um, you know, less bullets to kill people. Um, tactical in its nature, like a Ghost Recon. Even though I, I'm trying to hesitate on even saying that because the new Ghost Recon's not a tactical shooter. But, um, but yeah, I. So when they say that, it's interesting because I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm seeing a hero shooter. Um, and you know, they are different, even though there's tactics, I guess, but there's tactics in every fucking game you play versus people. Um, but yeah, overall it looks cool. I think the, the style's interesting. It looks early in its development. Um, the audio seemed good. The design is cool. Um, I really like, uh, even though at listening to her talk, 
Um, and all I could hear is, we need this to work for esports. This needs this game needs to be fucking huge, and there can't be anyone bitching about cheating or latency because people won't take it serious then. And that's all I hear. But I can appreciate them making sure that if they're going to make a first-person shooter, it's going to play really good, and it's going to have really good anti-cheat systems and really good um, non-latency, which I can really appreciate. It's it's not something you hear a lot of the time when it comes to developers talking about their games uh, before they come out. So it's really interesting to hear. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I'm going to keep my eye on this. Um, you know, they said they're going, you know, fucking dark for a while, but, um, we'll hear more in 2020. So I'll be interested to hear what they have to say then. Uh, but yeah, there's already, you know, a pretty decent amount of shooters out there, but not as many as, as they're used to, so, used to be. So I definitely, um, welcome any new ones. And I think it's cool that the people making League of Legends are making a completely different game that's not related to League of Legends. Uh, and it happens to be a first-person shooter because I like first-person shooters. I'm not a big MOBA guy, so you know nothing against them. They're just not really for me. Um, there's a couple that are okay, but first-person shooter made by these guys. Uh, <clears throat> you know they they know a thing or two about multiplayer and uh, and um, competitive games. So I'll be interested in seeing how that translates over to a first-person shooter. Um, yeah, overall though, really excited for that. Um, well, not really excited for it, but I'm interested in it. And uh, I'll definitely keep my eye on it. Let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about Project A? What do you guys think about Riot Games uh, moving over into the first-person shooter genre? What do you think this game is going to be like? Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? What would you like to see in it? Um, do you want another Overwatch? Do you want something else? Let me know everything uh, you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Lou Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Lou Gaming. Check out my streams uh, on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Links down below. Pick your poison. When I stream, I stream on all three at the same time. So you can watch me wherever. We have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. Uh, make sure to vote for the game of the month in the comments below and on other videos in October. And, uh, yeah, as always, my name's Seth. Until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.